Audio esmagamento. Audio schiacciamento. Posso impin. Drablenia ad noi. Brech audio. Fuse audio. Passai audio. Crushing audio. Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Crushing Audio Podcast. I'm your editor this week, Evil Mike. Regular Mike is hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. Give yourself bonus points if you get that reference. In this episode, we talk about Hink's favorite new toy. We talk about our lives without our wives. And we figure out what our most influential song or movie was when we were growing up. We join the boys as I try to figure out how to press the record button. How about podcasts? It you, says live. You podcasted before. Does it say live? Do it again. Alex, it says live. <laughs> okay. It doesn't want you to die. It wants you to That's live. English. That's a and it's existential. Deep message. Ooh, that yeah. as well. Uh, question. Google, Google loves you, Alex. It certainly does. It's not episode 17. It's episode 16. Hang God out damn it. I know. I know. I did, I, did, I did it wrong. I did it wrong. <laughs> That's why there was a question mark. I didn't know. If you ever go to crushingap.com, you will get all the latest information that you require of your favorite exactly. podcast from people used to live in Hamilton. It's true. It is very true. Well, I don't know. There, there's probably another one that's better of other people that I might figure is better. So don't say it's my favorite. <laughs> all right. Oh. Yeah. Top five anyway. Yep. All right, shall we start? Yeah. For We're recording. Yep, and all right, well. We are live. We are? We are live. Shit, which one am I supposed to do? We are live. Doomed together. We live. We live. We are live together. We live to record for you. They live. Mm. Into your Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the Crushing Audio Podcast. The podcast which lost its registered audio massage therapist license because our grip was too crushing. Oh, wow. That was was a bit of a stretch. What that was a little stretchy. Well, <laughs> I don't see you crushing audio, Phil. You're just me... crushing ligaments. Can I, can, I, can I try one of these? Can I try one of these intros? Right now? Yeah, go for it. Do it right now. Yeah. Welcome to the Crushing Audio Podcast. We try to churn the audio, but we crushed it and it still came out smooth <laughs> as butter. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome Killed to the Crushing it. Audio Podcast. We tried to churn the audio, but Alex turned it into something lumpy. <laughs> okay, can I try one? Can uh, I try one? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Crushing Audio Podcast. Think of the audio as Philly's knee before vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke for people who listen and don't know us well. Oh, man. Yeah, well, this is the last episode it was referenced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that assumes they listen all the time. That's uh, joining us tonight. He's our id. It's Phil. Hello, people. He's our ego. It's Mikey. Yeah, I am. I should totally do it. That's it. Do it. Our super ego. It's Alex. Oh yeah. And I'm everybody's favorite <laughs> Freudian slip. I'm Hank. I think he's so, think gentlemen. Clit, not. Slip. Wait. Well, no. Wait, you know wait. what? Yeah, yeah. That's your rating too, dude. It's not just mine. I've got another podcast I can do that's got a terrible, worse rating than this. So, gentlemen, in your best five syllable, seven syllable, five syllable setup—that's a hint, Phil. Thank you. What's new in haiku? 
I shall go first because I usually screw this up. Oh, you guys, you guys count. You guys count the show. Yeah, we're I'll, build, I'll talk real build slow. Build up from here. Yeah. I'll talk real slow. Oh my, Rocket League. A simple game, though you are. I enjoy you still. Well done. Well done. That's, that's I yeah, finally, <laughs> I did it. Mm-hmm. Only took 17 episodes. Hey, tell uh, us more of this 16. Rocket League. So I, Go on. the other two already know about this, Alex, because they have Xboxes. Uh, you can also play it on um, on your uh, PC. It is a very simple game with cars uh, that you control, and the object is to basically score goals on the opponent's uh, uh, goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Thank you, guys. Thank you for helping me there. No, um, no, gonna, no, you're doing great, Phil. Yeah. Nailed it. It's a super simple game, but it the the great part of it is it is multiplayer. So you're playing mm-hmm. against other people, and I've actually started playing competitively, and I'm doing fairly well. Ooh. I'm I'm a little proud of myself. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I, I've been enjoying that, and it's it's one of those games where it's they're five minute rounds, and you can play five minutes, and either you can go and do what you should be doing in real life, or you can play another five minutes, and they go by quickly and still fun. I haven't been heckled uh, since uh, my very beginning, uh, so I think my my gameplay has been upped. Uh, I am enjoying it still. So I will yes. be fair. The last time I played with you, you are exquisite. I will see you. Thank you, sir. Hmm. Yeah, and then I'm trying to keep up with the both of you. And yeah, yeah, Bill, you clearly got the, the touch when it comes to like scoring properly. It's it's a soccer thing. It's 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 not yeah. it's not really a soccer thing as much as. You know, just luck. I, I find it's a lot of luck. <laughs> but you've always been pretty good at, at playing soccer games. Anytime you played uh, FIFA or winning eleven eight or anything like that, you've. Uh, I think I think you have the edge on me in yeah, terms of winning percentage. I, I think it's a good. It's like uh, maybe fifty five, forty five. Yeah, like I consider myself back in the day a, a really really high end winning eleven eight player. But <laughs> but you would still, you know, you'd still beat me. So. I would think Philly is good at every type of soccer where you don't have to run. Exactly. <laughs> if, if there's I anything know, that I've been be. known for over the years, <laughs> my ability to play soccer on the couch. Any type of virtual sport that doesn't actually require physical activity. No, no, because I suck at the hockey games. You guys have seen that. I cannot for the life of me, for whatever reason, mm. I cannot figure out the, the hockey. It's, mm. it's, it's not Skating in, physics. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. You did build foot golf. Foot golf is, you know, a derivation of. It's true. It is true. But but then again, it it was a... I, I think it had a lot to do with it being a hilly course. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> fun, but ugly. And okay. uh, yeah, but, uh, hopefully we can do it again. And uh, maybe we can do a road trip out to, to see Lex and, uh, and do mm-hmm. some foot golf. I'll bring my ball. Foot golf. Foot golf. And uh, that's uh, that's what's new with me. Now, uh, I shall pick. I think this would be a thing where we get to pick the next person. Outstanding. What's new haiku, Alex? Huh. Here I go. Survival horror. History has not been kind. Do you Poland, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't uh, wait. <laughs> So I'm going to Poland in a week with the family and my mom and dad, and uh, we'll be spending two weeks there. 
Uh, nine of those days will be spent uh, with the grandma, some aunts, some uncles, people I literally haven't seen for over 20 years in some cases, or have never met uh, in others. And then we're going to spend four days uh, in Warsaw with a couple of my cousins, and they're just going to show us the sights. And I've been instructed by Hank that I need to get him a soccer scarf. So Thank you. That may that might happen. We'll see if that happens. Pre-thank you. Pre-thank you. Now, in preparation for this trip, I've been reading a book Polish. on the, the history of Poland because I oh. actually was generally asleep when I was in Polish school, which my parents forced me into. Wait, wait, wait. It's called Polish school? Polish school. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know... You'll hear it in your podcast. When you, okay, so when you came to Canada, you, did, did your parents ever put you in Portuguese school, like, to, oh, yeah, to keep did. up the language? Yeah, like, you know, they tried. Because, like, you loved going to school during the daytime, and then on Tuesdays, still going to school again in the evening. Oh, mine were uh, anyway. on Saturday. That yes. was fun. Yeah, it changed to Saturdays at some point for me too, which is ridiculous. But anyway, I never paid much attention to the uh, the history that we were reading at that time because I didn't care and I was 11 years old. And why are you teaching history to an 11-year-old who can't grasp it or understand it? Anyway, so um, when I said like survival horror, history has not been kind, do you Poland bro? Man, my poor people. <laughs> <laughs> there was... So much that has happened in the history of, of this country, which I was born in, and um, I'm not even talking about the more recent stuff. Like, from like 1795 to 1918, it wasn't really even on the map of Europe, and it was like totally like being shared by the Russian Empire, Prussia, and Austria, and then Germany. And during this time, like... Polish was banned in schools and churches by the Russians, and people weren't allowed to buy property if you were of Polish descent. And Damn. you, and during World War One, the really fucked up part is like, even though Poland as a country didn't fight in World War One, there were Polish people like fighting for like the other countries that had annexed it, which means that you had like Polish people fighting on the Austrian side who were fighting against Russians, Russian Poles. So you had Polish people killing Polish people because nice. they'd been... Yeah, because they were enlisted in the army wow. for a specific... That's, it's it's wow. it's got a pretty messed up history. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm almost at the end of the book. I'm up to uh, about 1918. But I'm sure the worst of it is over now. <laughs> <laughs> It's all up. Yeah, no, it's nothing, nothing happens after that. It's all wins. Yeah. So after 1918, you know, Poland becomes a nation again. They've gained their independence. I only see clear skies from here on onwards to the end of the book. Seems sunny. Yeah. yeah. You hear that, Polish people? Yeah. I, I, Alex has guaranteed you blue skies. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Forecast for Poland post 1918. <laughs> clear sailing. What was funny about the um, uh, Shakespeare's Hamlet is that in that play, both Norway and Denmark both talk about going down to Poland mm -hmm. basically just so they could get a win. <laughs> it's like, oh, our military, we've been having it rough. Let's go sack Poland just for shingles. Yeah. And they would go down and just fuck up the Poles. And it's like, all right, we won one. We're awesome again. That's all right, so where were we? And then just resume business as usual. 
Yeah. So that's yep. that's not surprising. Good but times. yeah. Yeah. No, and again, like they got fucked over by Napoleon. Like they Napoleon had a whole bunch of Polish regiment going into Russia where, you know, he got messed up. He basically promised them like, okay, we'll we'll get you independence from Russia. And I don't think he ever actually intended to make Poland independent. He probably just no, intended to make it just another part of France. Um, so it's just we've had these larger nations always just coming in and promising shit and uh, inevitably just taking over and cutting up land. And if anything, like reading a history book has just taught me, like, people are stupid. <laughs> and politicians <laughs> are stupid and selfish and horrible. Still true. Yeah, and it's yeah, just... Yeah, war, war's pretty dumb. Yeah. War is war is not cool, man. War is not cool, bro. But anyway, controversial. Yeah, get the shirt made. War is not cool, bro. <laughs> Do you, Poland, bro? That's it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, really looking forward to the uh, to the trip to Poland to see relatives and to visit the homeland and uh, you know reconnect a little bit with the place of my birth. Fun. That's basically it. So next, um, Mikey, what's up? What's new? Haiku. <laughs> You gotta really hit that haiku hard, don't you? Uh, so uh, a couple of things have happened to me, but let me start off by saying, <clears throat> a long time coming. I'm living alone again. <laughs> Getting used to it. <laughs> so since we last recorded, uh, I went on away on a family trip to West Virginia, uh, Virginia Beach specifically, uh, and uh, we and the rest of my family and a couple other families rented this condo. Uh, but there were also other families that rented condos. And let's just say there was between 50 and 60 of us all together wow. in this complex. It was like a four-story hotel, basically, Damn. and had all these condos. The one that we got was on the fourth floor, so it had an extra loft area. And it could sleep easily between 10 and 12 people with great amount of comfort. Uh, hmm. Me and the wife were in one room. Uh, sister and brother-in-law were in another room parents were in another room sharing the master room with my aunt and then upstairs there was a loft that was big enough and while it was open it had two double beds a giant corner couch that could fit six or eight uh, like 60 inch tv a table to play games and a ping pong table on the second floor now uh, i i got like a four minute walkthrough video and when you guys see me uh you should see this place because i would seriously go back Add to the fact that it was literally across the street from the beach. So across the road, you were in sand. It was awesome. And, you know, the, the waves actually were pretty good for Virginia Beach, and, and there were surfers there catching a few of them. So we were there for five days. Then uh, the inevitable happened, uh, and that's what I'm talking about, in that uh, I moved my wife up to the nation's capital, Ottawa, where she is going to be there for school indefinitely for a couple of years uh, or whatever. Uh, so yeah, that was that was it was fun to hang out with her during that time. And now I am back again. Pantsless. Uh, uh, yeah, pantsless. Totally pantsless, dude. Uh, I've been living on the couch. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's also where the AC has been. And Toronto weather in the last few days has been brutal. And she took mm-hmm. the bed. <clears throat> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's me. I'm I'm just getting used to. Uh, Living on my own again, which is uh, pretty amusing. You know, the idea that, like, yeah, I took off my pants, I put it down. Hey, those pants are exactly where I left them. It's so weird. Wow. <laughs> There's nobody yelling at me to pick them up. <laughs> so, uh, that's it. How long is she going to be there for? While working on the uh, the school? 
Um, well, you know, a year or two years, then there's the possibility okay. that she could be coming back after that. Okay. Um, I mean, she's there for school, so she will be back periodically for, you know, uh, reading weeks and, and the summer and everything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, for eight months out of the year, she'll be uh, she'll be over there. Yeah. But, you know, that's me. But okay. I know I'm getting used to it. It's it's a little bit awkward. It's definitely weird. And it's definitely not going to get any easier yeah. with her being away because I miss her and stuff. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I know. It's, it's Aw, she listens. I know. She does listen. That's why I have yeah. to say that. <laughs> no, like um, it's on the th- it's on the list of three things you need to do: take out the garbage, yeah. clean the bathroom, yeah, say yeah. nice things about me in recordings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, the doy. I think that's a standard contract for all of us, really. At Pretty, this point, yeah, exactly. We all have to say lovely things about our amazing wives. You know what I've what I've learned about myself, like through marriage and having those nights off to yourself, is or periods of time, whatever it is, one day, two days, six hours, anything, is that I really do need someone there to kind of like give me a reason to do the stuff around the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah I guess when you say it that way, Alex. <laughs> if, there's, if there's no one, I am less inclined to care. Uh-huh. No, I get um, that. Like, like even like having the kids there, it's like, oh man, those dishes are dirty. We're going to have breakfast in the morning. Got to get that stuff sorted. So, you know, you kind of do need someone there sometimes to just give you that psychological reason to get off your ass. Fair. Am I alone in this? No, No, you're not. not. Yeah, I I definitely, I think it's a guy thing for the most part that we can Mm -hmm. sit around and do, quote unquote, nothing and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, really revel in doing nothing. Yeah. (laughs) There, There is something about when your significant other goes away and it's for a period of one to two days or whatever. And you know, for that one day that you're there, you know, you're going to do nothing but eat bad food, watch (laughs) whatever movies you want to watch, play video games or do whatever, whatever interesting thing that you think is interesting. Just go, go after that half brick of cheese. That's been just sitting in the fridge. Maybe Uh, up your game a little bit. Nobody's going to look at me like I'm a piece of crap. Not even joking. Not not even joking. There are chicken fingers on the coffee table right now. So (laughs) Uh, that's not bad. That's delicious. Those are great. What are you talking about? Let's just start the way experimenting. Yeah. Look at me. I'm adulting. Like like jam on pizza. You know, just full of. Do you even adult, bro? Jam on pizza. Hey, do what you got to do. Oh. But the, the great thing is the next day when you know they're about to arrive, you are in a frenzy trying to yeah, exactly. make it look like you've actually done something that day. Again, that is like a rite of passage as a man to like, it is. you know, yeah. but that's me. And uh, that's, yeah, you know, I'm getting used to it. Okay. All right. Let's try, all right, hey, let's try again. one more time with feeling. Hey, Hank. Yes. What's new haiku? Samsung Note 7 hasn't blown up in my face with <laughs> VR headset. Ooh. So I am the proud owner oh, of an motherfucking. For those of you who can't see the video portion of this, they are reacting at me holding up my Samsung Oculus uh, headset. That is uh-huh. awesome. And I got it yesterday after a week-long ordeal of bullshit. Now, first off, you should get me one, bro. Jeez. Um, 
no. So anyway, <laughs> so Mike, you you are the proud owner of a uh, updated Samsung product. Is that that is correct, right? That is correct. Fun fact. Uh-huh. You need to get the one if you're going to get one. That uh-huh. retails for one hundred and thirty nine ninety nine at uh-huh. a major electronics chain here in Canada. Uh-huh. A funner fact. The $99 version will not work on your phone, and it doesn't really say clearly why. Oh, really? So I went to, I went to four of these major electronic box store chains and kept striking out, even when the internet said they were in stock. Once I finally got my hands on it, I opened it up, I got my phone, and I tried to jam my phone into the wrong connection, <laughs> which I realized that there are more than one model. Oh. oh, so I returned it once I found out that the one I needed, which was released probably about the day before I picked mine up. For those, for anybody who's ever looked into like the Note Seven or seen the ads or and drilled into it, they prominently feature. Oh, you can get Samsung VR goggles. The Samsung VR goggles were not out when the phone came out, at least not here in Canada. So I was actually like two or three weeks behind the release. Then, of course, the whole battery explosion drama. <laughs> really, get over yourselves. Um, I, ha- I will be returning mine. But uh, uh, in the interim, I went and got uh, the goggles. If you have a Samsung Note or a, a Galaxy or, or whatever, if you have one of the newer phones, go get the goggles. For realsies, just really? go get the goggles. It's for 100 bucks, or in my case, 140 bucks. The novelty is kind of worth it. Mm-hmm. You you can see where this is going. You can see how cool it is. There's not a hell of a lot of stuff on there, but there are a few games, and there are a bunch of apps. How do the games work? Um, well, some games are basically you just tilt your head, and there's on the side of the on the side of the goggles, there is like a sensor pad that you can tap to click effectively, or it's swipe like your cyclops down the front. Nice, pretty much like cyclops. Pretty much like Cyclops. Then there's like a home and a back button. There's also volume control. Um, So I haven't done a shooting game. I've I've probably spent about 40 minutes with this thing since I got it. I am thoroughly impressed with it. And I can see tons of amusement. One of the things that uh, the apps that come with these goggles is Netflix. So you can effectively watch your Netflix on this thing. No. It has. Yeah. Yeah, and if net, if the Netflix offering is in 3D, it comes out in 3D on your goggles. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. So, I don't know. It sounds kind of hot shit, isn't it? Yes, it does. It, it, it kind of is. Uh, the next time any of you guys are in the neighborhood, I will be happy to break this son bitch out. Hey, I joke for the wife. guys can try it, and it's awesome. After I got my phone, I joked to the wife that my next purchase would be the Gear VR headset do it christmas so we'll see now now you don't don't wait Mike. just get it <laughs> she's she's not around she's, she's not listening she doesn't know just get it just get you it done. mike you don't need lunch for the rest of the month just get the vr man do you have a do you have um, a uh, can of a peanut butter around mike yeah, that'll yeah. make you last there you go yeah. um yeah. the the one the one game i am interested in getting of course is 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 minecraft um, you can get a controller for it. Like it, basically, it's a, a it's a Bluetooth controller 
that's mm-hmm. all it is. But you kind of need like the two thumbsticks and the D pad and the triggers and the buttons. There's a there's a couple that are out there that retail for about 50, 60 bucks that are ideal for it. I have a Bluetooth controller. I haven't tried it yet because, like I said, 40 minutes. But um, there's some interesting things out there, and uh, just scratching the surface with it, the novelty of it alone, I'm going to get my money's worth out of this. Well, I mean, one of the first things I wanted to do if I ever, if and when I ever got one was slap it onto my parents' heads and let them try it. Specifically on my dad, I want to see him watch some virtual porn and get his mind <laughs> blown away by seeing that firsthand. Okay, I'm not going to look for that crap because really I don't – honestly, I don't want that at all. Uh, it's porn. Um, you don't got to look for it. You end up finding it on its own. <laughs> One of the apps in it that actually is was the most amusing was um, – uh, if you can believe it, it's like a music player. Oh. And you just float around in this ambient space and – Trip Whatever balls. music you pop into it, it, it yeah, it's it's a weird trip. Like if you're into the illegal street narcotics, a wink, you would probably be really, really just digging the crap out of this. Does you put, uh, put on a pair of headphones and it's does it completely like hmm? block out the light? A good one does. Yeah, it's supposed uh, to. Yeah, mine. Mine. I will say it's about somewhere between ninety-seven and ninety-nine percent. Oh wow. And I've got and I've got giant head syndrome. Yeah, and you're supposed to yeah you're supposed to only see the screen if you adjust it right and everything. So yeah, yeah, it's like I, to I, the light. I'm I, I've I've downloaded a few video apps. Um, I know there's one that's got a roller coaster ride on it, so I'll let you know how much I throw up, <laughs> or at least how long I need to be in the dark before mm-hmm. I recover. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's the the one that um, I took it into work and a couple colleagues were playing around with it and there's this one where this there's this looks like a totally lame staged uh, MMA fight but you're seated in the crowd and during the fight you can look up and see the lighting and see the <laughs> see the the video boards and see people cheering you can see the cameraman down along the side who's just getting his he's getting his camera fixed and he's tweaking it and there's there's a weird sense of voyeurism just in the fact that it's harmless but you could be, you could be effectively watching an event, but not watching the event. Damn. So, uh, uh, Alex, as a as a potential uh, uh, a carrot to be dangled, one of the videos that's available is a highlight package from the NXT Brooklyn Takeover show, where the seat is actually at ringside. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm very excited to watch that. Alex, unmute yourself, man. Very. Yeah. I'm sure his commentary is amazing. I can't yeah. wait for that. Wait, wait. Alex, unmute yourself. Go to the Click. left of the screen and go to the control room. Wait, wait. There you go. Okay. Alex, Speak. talk. Now he's fucking with you. Come on, guys. It's not the first rodeo. Ah, oh, now he muted himself again. What an idiot. Oh, maybe he is. Now he's faking it. No, he's not. No, he's, he wouldn't be faking it. Let's two plus two. <laughs> No, he doesn't know that. He can hear us. <laughs> Do me a favor, Alex. Drop off and connect again. Oh, good. And, Finally. Ah, there ah. you go. Well, that's done. Let's do Alex's dad joke now that he's not <laughs> now, here. Now it's, like, uh, now it's like just before we record, usually. Yeah. Just waiting for Alex. Yeah. So, politics. What do you got? <laughs> politics, eh? I don't think they should let them build that bridge. <laughs> I don't agree with what they're doing. But I do mm. like their moxie. This is true. They are charismatic. Alex, oh. talk. 
Is that better? There you yes, go. It much better. It was very strange because I saw on the screen it said crushing AP has muted you. So I'm like, what? okay, somebody no, else muted I unmuted you. And everything I showed looked like it was unmuted. That was weird. Well, I'll, all of that will be cut. That's all good. Anyways, react, react to his... Uh, to his... Yeah, yeah, the okay. NXT... Yeah, yeah, just give me silence for like two seconds, then I'll... Jo- oh, wow, that sounds really cool. <laughs> Nailed it! Best, best reaction ever! <laughs> best reaction ever! Seamless. It'll be seamless when we're together. I, my, immediately after. So my thing with oh. this VR is like, I'm wondering, is this just a, a, a flash in the pan, like 3D yeah. TV? Or yeah. is it something that's legit going to stick around and is like I, the next evolution in gaming and I, uh, I, virtual I, entertainment? Like anything, like anything, to me, the biggest thing is the barrier to entry. Like you can go and get if you if you went into the uh, Kickstarter for the Oculus Rift when it first came out, the setup was about six, seven hundred dollars. I could be mistaken, but it was reasonably affordable, given that this is virtual reality goggles. Um, Mm -hmm. You can get there's one that's uh, more of a gaming system that's coming out called the HTC Vibe. And for the glasses and two controllers, it's it's not cheap. It's. $1,500 $1,500 and up. And Whoa. I don't even think it comes with the two controllers. Uh, so but the, so the, the thing is, you got to remember with this is that I already have a phone. Like, I bought this phone not because of the goggles. I just need a phone. I got a phone. Mm-hmm. To get the goggles, it was an extra 150 bucks. Like, it's not, it, it's not a huge leap. It's not a huge investment. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. If, if, it's, if the barrier to entry is cheap enough low enough I should say, then you're gonna you'll see a lot more people at least taking the leap at it. But you also have to have something that makes it worth you know yeah. you, you, you you leaping into it. Now there's there's a couple other options. There's um I, when I went to major electronics chain store, they've got a couple similar devices that I believe they do use your phone, but they're not necessarily geared towards a specific model. Um, Google has a thing called uh, Google Cardboard. Or yeah. for 20 bucks, you can just stick your phone in it and you load up the app and it will work. Apparently, yeah, apparently it's pretty just, effective. Can't I never you just like literally use the template on a piece of cardboard and then fold it accordingly on the lines and whatnot. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I don't think Google is necessarily demanding you buy that, but if you want it to basically sit on your face exactly you, the way you'd like it to be or whatever the dimensions or however they figured it out, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. And I mean, you spend 20 bucks on a terrible lunch, like that's. It's not that crazy or or, or stretch, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, like it's see the thing is with three D TV, you had to go and spend three thousand dollars on a television. Oh, and how many people are in your house? Well, now you got to get a pair of glasses for each one of them, and they weren't cheap either. A four thousand dollar investment, and also there's no programming on television for three D. Mm-hmm. You only get the videos. You can only so watch now, Metro Circus so many times. Yeah, and and <laughs> so not only do you get this four thousand dollars setup but now you got to spend extra just to have the correct media to take advantage of it a mm-hmm. hundred bucks and a five dollar app are not the same as forty five hundred dollars exactly. so I, I i'm 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 kind of i'm kind of optimistic that i'm not going to say it's going to take off like we're not talking about the next iPhone. the next evolution and in, in, mm-hmm. yeah it's not it's not like a massive breakthrough it's not like you're going to have this entire industry that it's going to like dump, like it's going to take away money from television or something like that. I don't think that's the case. It's not, 
it's not yeah. going to groundbreak because no, it's, it's a gimmick now, but whether or not it becomes an actual tool to be used, uh, that remains to be seen. It oh yeah. I mean, it's, right now it's, it's effectively a form of entertainment and it's a different mm-hmm. form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like in the instruction booklet for this thing, it says, you know, you should probably only use it for like 15 minutes at a time just to be on the safe side. I'm a, as Mikey knows, I get motion sickness playing video games where I'm like, basically the camera spins the wrong way at the, at the wrong time. And I'm out. We would have to do gears of war and shifts. I have to, and not even shifts. I have to quit because I'm dizzy. I'm nauseous. I played this for, or played around with this thing for half an hour straight. I mean, I didn't do anything fast. Nothing was moving terribly fast. But at no point did I feel like at the twinge of like, well, okay, my you know, my brains feel scrambled. So I like with anything, the technology will get better. Hopefully, becomes more affordable, becomes more accessible, and and whether whether this becomes a tool, I don't know. Like a, like a useful mm-hmm. tool in the real world, you know, I don't. I mean, it could easily be some Minority Report type stuff, whatever. But uh, for for all intents and purposes, it's a neat neat toy. And as long as you look at it like that, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a blast. So, I think anyway, one of yeah, the, that's that's my new one. I think one of the things with with that is that it's the first, other than Google uh, Glass, it's the first heads up display that shows how well it can integrate with a person's brain. So until they get to the point where, and maybe another fifty years or so, when they get to the point where they can integrate a proper heads up display on your actual retinas. Um, this is as the first, I think it's the first iteration of that. You know, Google Glass tried that, um, but I, I'm not even sure why they were such a failure. I think you forgot about a uh, little something called the Virtual Boy, Phil, in terms I, I of uh, it being the first one. I apologize. <laughs> uh, did, I did you ever that. play that? Did I, play I that? did at the uh, store display. Yeah. A buddy of mine had it. I think exactly once. Odd. A buddy of mine in university had it, and he loaned it to me for like, I don't know if it was reading week or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nintendo, every once in a while, likes to take a leap, really stick its neck out. And yeah, it was kind of cool, but also kind of wasn't worth it. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was groundbreaking in the sense that it was really using a third dimension, that true depth. But at the same time, it was red and black everywhere. Yep. <laughs> That just hurts your eyes after like 20 minutes. So it gets kind of annoying. But uh, playing Tetris on it has got to be the stupidest thing I've ever done because you don't need 3D for that. No. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's, uh, it was an attempt, but like anything, you know, somebody's got to be the first and doesn't mean the first is the best. So, mm-hmm. Well, I can't what wait else? to try it out. Yeah, yes. I'm definitely curious. I'm definitely curious to try it. But in the meantime, if if I had six hundred bucks, uh, you could have just bought six Sega Dreamcast, Tink. <laughs> um, it was a hundred and fifty, and I was okay. getting that phone, <laughs> and uh, I have Dreamcast, and I don't need five more. True. Yeah, twelve Green Dreamcast Dreamcasts can't do three D. So could have got a Sega Saturn with Dragon Force. <laughs> oh, now that is something I'm interested in. There you go. Six player side scroller and it's like choose your own adventure. It's wait, amazing. Wait. So it's it's on Dreamcast? Dragon Force? No, this is on it's on uh, it's like Saturn. Uh, Saturn. Okay. Yeah. And it's also one of the most expensive games to find. Yeah. Really? Not because it's the Saturn, but because everybody wanted it and it didn't sell that well. But it was a six player co op side scroller. It's hmm. crazy. 
All right. But we're going off the rails a bit, aren't we? Totally. Yes. Aren't we? Let's we continue. Are. Because if we keep doing this, it's just going to have to get corrected next week. And oh, speaking shit. of corrections, Second. what did we screw mm-hmm. up last week? Ladies and gentlemen, Mike with Corrections Department. Woo. And then you'll insert the theme music here. Awesome. Corrections. Nice. Corrections. <laughs> Department. <laughs> okay, we'll use that. We'll take that one. Cool. Awesome. Um, so uh, apparently uh, the Polish word for biscuits, what did you say it was, uh, Alex? I think I said chastka or chastki. Okay. According yeah. to him, in the video, the, 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 the Polish word for biscuits is biskopte. Oh, biskopte. Biskopte. Which is a bastardization of biscuit. Is it biscuits yeah. or is it like cookies or something? When I think of biscopte, I think yeah. of lady fingers <laughs> that oh, used to dip in tea. Biscottis, right, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, so, we say the same thing in Portuguese. They'd say, hey, go get the biscuits. And what they mean is the biscuits. <laughs> biscuits, yeah. The biscuits. Go get oh, the very biscuits. Very nice, very nice. And okay. he also mentioned uh, the word for buy, which is papa. He was using that one too. Papa. Oh, yeah. Papa. 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 The Ellie Kemper show is actually the unbreakable Kimmy Kimmy Schmidt. I I don't know what I said. I said that one really fucking wrong. And um uh the wife's concern about the whole Native American thing, while it was worried about that we were going to say something insulting. It was more the idea that I used the word Native American as opposed to, you know, Indigenous, indigenous First Nations, or Aboriginal. I'm oh, sure that's it's, a good one, Aboriginals. So, yeah, those are th- those are far more accurate than the white people. Yeah, get your Indians right. Native American. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, man, we just lost all of our Native American. And finally, the, the, the only other thing is uh, kind of had a mini question. Just because um, I, I, I've been dealing with this myself, with the wife being away. But uh, if your wife uh, was going to be away for several months in the next year or something, uh, what would be the one thing that you would enjoy and the one thing that you would also miss about not having her around? Because I just discovered this like about 24 hours ago. <laughs> I'll go first. Um, so the one thing that I did do enjoy now is that uh, the toothpaste tube is no longer being squeezed in the middle like a fucking animal. <laughs> it's now being squeezed at the bottom as it should be as it should to be. probably dispense mm-hmm. the toothpaste in a nice orderly fashion. You would think otherwise. You'd think that I would be the one that squeezed in the middle. And the wife would like squeeze it from the bottom proper, but no, it's the other way around. When I think of OCD, you are not the poster child ever. I am. I am not. But you know what it is? Because I associate it with it, then. Then it gums up the top, right? Exactly. Then the top, it's all ugly. And like, come on, you know. Um, Toothpaste tube aesthetics. Exactly. Uh, and yet, the one thing that I do miss, uh, and now I'm like three days into it now. Uh, you know, I work shift work, right? So when I get home and in the morning, the last couple of days, I crawl into an empty bed. And, I, you know, I kind of, you know, I miss her for so many other reasons. 
but if only to crawl into a bed next to her, if only for a couple hours before she starts her day or whatever. But uh, yeah, that is definitely something I miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you guys? If, you, if, if your wife suddenly disappeared for a little while or for an extended period, what would you miss yet also enjoy while they were gone? Hmm. Are the kids gone too? Yes, the kids are also gone. Sure. Okay. It's you time. I think what I would enjoy most is um, the complete lack of responsibility because I feel that my life is in a cycle of responsibility and obligation at the moment. Um, not completely. Like I still do find time and take out time for myself, but it's usually like when I'm on the bus to work, I read a little bit or after the kids are off to bed, I spend an hour doing whatever online or uh, reading as well or you know, watching something on TV. But yeah, the complete um, lack of responsibility and something very tangible, um, having the drawers being all properly closed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would uh, very much enjoy that because uh, my wife has a tendency to <laughs> not close drawers all the way, uh, which is like, leave them just like, like a half an inch open sometimes if... Uh, it's kind of annoying. And uh, the thing I would miss, just uh, honestly, just just every day coming home and seeing the kids and seeing my wife and just those um, family evenings. Like those, I have had that moment where, you know, I've come home and I have had an evening to myself and it's kind of lonely. Um, not having like, you know, a kid as much pressure or as much uh, they can drive you crazy. But when they come home and they give you a hug and you hear like a big, you know, Papa, just, you know, down the hall, it's it, it warms your heart. That's what I would miss, and that's what I would enjoy. But man, those, those drawers. <laughs> Fucking drawers. <laughs> I, I think that I would... Uh, what used to happen quite a bit was when I was by myself, I would read... Most nights, or I'd get into a rhythm of just reading for a few nights without being mm-hmm. um, interrupted. Just from and that's not, when I say interruption, it's not like, oh my god, you're interrupting me. Why are you you being a, you know a donkey? It's more like I, I just I, I tend to read and get into my reading mode, and I and the world sort of disappears. <laughs> and I, I think that that is one of the things that uh, I, I still do it now. But it's it's a it's different, um, and I think I, I'd miss quite a bit of the banter. Like I, because I was a bachelor for so long, I, I never had a that banter that you have back and forth. And it's it's you know cute, it's fun, it's there's always that constant like ribbing of each other, which that's one of the things that I enjoyed the most. By banter, you mean like when the girl talks and you just keep on nodding your head? Exactly. Yeah, banter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That You're right. Yeah. She is a bitch. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Hank, how about you? Uh, something you'd miss and uh, yet also revel in, keeping in mind that your wife is uh, in the room, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, no. What? Well, there's – I would miss everything about my wife and she were to – be not here. Can you just can you go get some ice? <laughs> anyway, um, I'm in a hotel. Uh, let's see. Okay, so the, from a remote location. 
Yeah, because I'm a man of international mystery. <laughs> so uh, the thing I would probably in it's weird. They both enjoy it. Sorry, they both involve the bed, and no, it's not what you think. The first, the, the thing I would enjoy the most is sleeping on a diagonal. If you have a queen size bed like we do, and you get an opportunity to sleep on a diagonal, that is like luxury. <laughs> It's the weirdest thing. Before I met my wife, I would sleep on a diagonal on the regular, and it was weirdly awesome. That being said, the thing I would miss the most is much of the same thing that Mikey said, and that's having that body to – to I wouldn't say cuddle up to because I'm more the cuddle-y rather than the cuddler. So I would kind of miss like when she drapes her arm over top of me. And, and just having that, that presence there is a weird comfort of knowing, like, you roll over and you can still, like, you know, your your your, your butts bump into each other type thing or mm-hmm. whatever the case. Like, you know, your, 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 your knees hit. Like, it's – that's a weird sensation. But the few times that, that my wife has gone away, like, every once in a while she gets summoned away to the West Coast for, for work. And it's only for, like, a couple of days, but – that's the one thing I completely miss the most. It's just rolling over and then there's nobody there. And that weird, that fleeting moment of panic is like, she's been in the bathroom a long time. Or did she have to get up to go to work early? No, she's another friggin' province, you moron. Go back to sleep. And then you try. And it sucks. So, yeah, that's 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 my win and lose. Cool. Okay. That's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the corrections department. Great story. Yeah, yeah. Cool story, bros. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I, I congratulate each of you for uh, delicately dancing around all of your answers, given that <laughs> any one of our wives could hear them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, since we just did a question, let's save the other question for later, and let's just go right Bye. to a little bit of a, a little bit of levity, a little bit of comedy gold. And when I think of comedy gold, I think of our resident dad. It's Alex's dad joke. That's right. That's me. Okay. Alex's dad joke. <laughs> you know, that's me. <laughs> the, the, the thing about that song is that when Phil recorded it, he said Alex's dad's joke. Like yeah. dad apostrophe S, like a dad's yeah. joke. Either way it works. Grammatically, that's, it works. Yeah, I guess so. I just know what I'm sure jokes. there's going to be a YouTube video about that very issue right now. Oh, yeah. It's coming you're singing out. songs and you're trying to make them sound yeah. somewhat fun. <laughs> no, I, uh, I appreciate the effort that went into it. Thank you. All right, guys. So um, what does a Christmas tree say? Wait, wait, wait. How did you come up with this? Uh, oh, yeah. Do we get method before this? Like inspiration? <laughs> He's our method story. Man. I, I was sitting in front of my laptop right before you guys started the call, and um, I was looking around the room <laughs> at <laughs> objects, and uh, I'll tell you the object afterwards because it's going to spoil the punchline if I tell you. So, guys, what does a Christmas tree say when you ask it, how are you? Oh, God. Is it something about dildos? Because no. you were looking around the room, right? Uh, wait, wait, wait. So say it again. What does a Christmas tree say when you ask it, how are you? I don't know, Alex. What? I'm pine. 
I'm, one more time. <laughs> I'm pine. Uh, yeah. And that is good. Alex's dad's joke. One day you're going to publish these jokes, Alex. Yeah, yeah you're going to make a mint. You'll make because millions of Turkish lira. I am building up quite the repertoire. I was looking actually at a couple of pine cones that uh, my daughter had decorated with uh, with her aunt, aka my sister, uh, with some glitter and stuff like that. So I'm like pine cones, pine. I'm pine. How do I get to I'm pine, which sounds like I'm fine. That's basically how it went. Fish sticks. Fish sticks. I love fish sticks. Yeah. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Good times. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 All right. So moving on. What's next? Yeah. You know what? You know what? After that, I need I need a I need a sorbet of a question to cleanse the palate. <laughs> Mikey, yeah. with question of the week. Yeah, yeah, you guys have not been asked enough questions yet, so let's throw another one no, at you. Ask. How am I this interesting? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I asked the guys, uh, what song and or movie would you say was the most influential to you when you were growing up? Anyone want to go first? This one was so easy for me. Um, and go Faith for no it. Yeah, Faith No More is epic. Um, mostly because it was, it was like the first song that kind of twisted my brain into thinking, well, first off, this I've never heard of a metal song with a keyboard that sounded awesome. I mean, it's more of like a piano. Piano. And I okay. took and I took piano, and piano was kind of lame. And I mean, I'm glad I know how to play it poorly, but I know how to can kind of fake my way through things. But it's kind of hard to say. Uh, like, it's kind of hard to look at the piano and go, "Think this is pretty badass." But then when the song like Fit No More's Epic comes on it, and it, right at the end where it just kind of mellows out, it's mm-hmm. just this wonderfully chaotic song that just just chills out at the end. Also, too, it was it was probably one of the first songs I'd ever heard where it was rap and rock together. And it, even though it's not the most, it's not the greatest rap in, in the history of hip hop, but uh, for the most part, I've never heard a song delivered like that. Mm-hmm. And just that blending of styles like it was funky and it was metal and it i never heard anything like that before in my life and also the chorus too you want it all but you can't have it it's in your face but you can't grasp it like that's like if you you there there's a there's the nugget of truth especially if like you you constantly want things like can't have it you just can't and it's it and when you're younger too and you don't know anything and you're still kind of figuring crap out when it when those words resonate, it kind of like wow, yeah, actually that's accurate and profound and never never said in such a way. And then after that, basically from like my entire music taste and catalog comes from that that song and that album, the real thing, where it just it's the initial node on my on my musical tree because uh, everything before that was just kind of like pop and pop rock. 
how old were you at this time? Uh, college? No. Oh, God. No, 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 no. High school? No. Um, I want to say high school. Either, like, it might have been, like, grade, grade 7, grade 8, grade 9. And I will... And and how how it affected me, I went to Eastgate Square in the East End of Hamilton, and I was there with my dad, and I went to Sunrise Records in the one end of the mall and saw that they had the cassette, and I did something that I rarely, rarely ever did. I went and found my dad and asked him, can I have 15 bucks to buy this cassette? And it was summer. It was hot as fuck. And I stuck it in the cars, uh, in, the, in the minivans, cassette player. And I basically listened to the shit out of that tape. And that's like, I, it was a Saturday. It was the summer. Like I could remember the minutia as to when I got my hands on it. That's how much that affected me. So yeah, it's uh uh, the weirdest part was I could not think of a movie to save my life because mm-hmm. all because growing up I would say like before I would say like pre-college or pre-university and uh, like I like I like movies I've seen a lot of movies but I wouldn't say like oh this is this is the greatest thing ever and we can't do Jim Cotta because like we did that whole talk <laughs> yeah. thing and it just feels like it feels like beating a dead dog if I said that. So yeah. I also just watched a lot of shitty movies growing up. <laughs> so I had I had the same issue as you, Hank. I couldn't really think of uh, a movie that stuck out. I was trying to think. I'm like movies from childhood. Superman four. I watched <laughs> that a lot. Enter the Dragon. That would probably Please. be the closest. Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. The closest movie I could think okay. of. Enter the Dragon. Nice. And otherwise, I'm like Problem Child. That's also something I watched a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, um, Alex, then what did you come up with? Well, uh, I, I guess I decided to go the musical route. Um, by the way, Hank, excellent choice. Epic by Faith No More. Uh, I want to hear you sing the chorus at some point during this episode. Uh, so my musical journey started with Metallica, and I guess it did influence me in a way, but I'm going to go more into late high school where my evolution went into Matthew Goodbands, and then it was followed by Radiohead, and then Radiohead, which were being called like the Pink Floyd of the 90s. Like, okay, what's this Pink Floyd thing that everyone keeps talking about? Uh, so I got the, the album The Division Bell, which was a mid-90s album, and it's an underrated classic in my opinion. And then there was this one day where I was just like, well, let's be honest, just downloading stuff, Pink Floyd stuff off of Kazaa, I think, at that point. And uh, I heard Wish You Were Here for the first time. So, so you think you can tell Heaven from hell Blue skies from pain Can you tell a green field And I listened to it again. And I listened to it again. And it was one of those things where I think a lot of people have that experience when they're in their mid-teens, early 20s, pre-20s. Like, music seems to play a really pivotal, important role where you can't really imagine your life without it. At least that's the way it was uh, for me. And it's like, you know, music's always going to be a part of my life. It's always going to, like, speak to me. It's always going to kind of um, play a a major role in, in my personhood, in a way. And at that point, when I heard Wish You Were Here, I'm like, this is my favorite song and the best song I've heard in my entire life. <laughs> and um, the reason for it was like it was 
weird. The way it starts out is like super lo-fi, jangly, loose guitar, and the lyrics are very like bittersweet and nostalgic. And once it gets near the end where, um, what's his face? Not David Gilmore, who's actually singing it. It's not important. The asshole from Pink Floyd. <laughs> Him. The jerk, not David but Gilmore, yeah. the other guy. Steve. Oh my God! Why can't I remember that was a good movie. his name? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, not important. When he <laughs> when he starts belting out like we're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year, running over the same old gra- same old ground. What have we found? The same old fears. Wish you were here. And he wrote it. It was written for the original. Um, frontman for Pink Floyd Sid Barrett who died tragically and um, that idea of wishing for something that was lost or a person in your life that was lost and kind of like we're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl and that, that led me to discovering like Dark Side of the Moon where it also kind of like espoused some of the feelings that I had at that time so lyrics like kicking around on a piece of ground in your hometown or ticking away the moments that make up the dull day, uh, things like that. So it kind of spoke to me in a time where you're in a transitional point when you're a teenager, like in your, in your pre-20s, and you're kind of like waiting for something to happen. And you're wishing for a time that you don't know is actually going to come or if it's real or anything like that. So... I uh, wish you were here by Pink Floyd. Very cool. Very cool. What about you, Phil? Movie or or well, uh, song? Uh, movie. Um, Mark actually hit upon it right away. Enter the Dragon. It took a, I, I, That just hit me. I don't know why. I'm, I didn't mean no, to say it, it. It makes sense, right? It, it was. It was. Kung Fu Sundays. I would watch Kung Fu movies with my family on Sundays. And when I saw that movie and I saw Bruce Lee doing Bruce Lee, it just was incredible. Like, you know, it it, it didn't change me enough to do martial arts when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it obviously impacted my persona enough that later on in life, I, I still strive to learn something uh Marshall related so I I think that is is one of the the movies that most impacted me when I was thinking about music it's funny not I didn't have that pivotal oh my god this makes me want to you know be a goth or this wants me to be you know whatever I never had that music moment I had I've always been like uh I listen to a little bit of everything and like if I, if I, if I were to think about certain people and what they listen to, I could probably say like Mark Scott punk, Mikey, maybe like dance, not, not like dance music, but like house music or something like that, or, or some kind of rhythmic music. Alex would be uh, something along the lines of, Oh, what's that? Uh, that band. The Wiggles, Mumford and Sons. No, the the one. What's that? What's that? Uh, what is it? Skullgird or uh, what's the name of that band? The band that's there. You're muted again, Alex. Who muted Alex? Not me. I didn't touch a thing. Mogwai. 
Yeah, that's it, Mogwai. Okay. Yeah, that's close. Yeah. Close. I was very close. They're they're from where they're from? Uh, they're from Scotland. No, then it's not Mogwai. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about that. Uh, what was that band that you were really into? And and once again, your musical tastes have probably. I think matured. it was probably Radiohead. No, no. Arcade was, Fire. No, no. It was before that, man. It was at the point where you were listening to. It was. It, it's not. Is it a Scandinavian band? Icelandic. Sigaros. There you go. Okay. <laughs> when I think yeah, of a band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think of Alex. I think of Seager Ross. Okay. Don't know why. Seager Ross. Yeah, why? Cool. Uh, for, who or what are they? It's, uh, uh, it, it was mostly instrumental. Was that the case, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. There, it's the uh, post-rock genre. If for the uninitiated, you know, bands like Mogwai or Explosions in the Sky, which I guess are the two uh, more popular, no well-known ones, as well-known as you can be in the world of post-rock. And uh, Seager Ross is up there too. So yeah, just a lot of like long instrumental soundscapes, songs that are you know can be six minutes, but can also be like fifteen minutes long. And a uh, major famous Canadian one was Godspeed You Black Emperor. So it, a lot of it's kind of like a time and place where I listen to some of that stuff now and it doesn't really hold up, but some of it is still just some of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. And it's one of those things where if I were ever to make a band in the future, I discussed this already, I think it would be along those lines where I'm like, I don't really need lyrics. I just want to have like beautiful melodies and then just like explosions of guitar and crescendo and things like that. So yeah, that's it. Post-rock. So I guess you were wrong with Pink Floyd. I guess uh, Phil, had, <laughs> Phil had the right answer for you. No, the thing is like Pink Floyd actually <laughs> led me to that because Pink Floyd has a lot of like really long, weird non-musical stuff and interludes mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. their songs and uh, it kind of like was a natural progression. So I'd say, yeah, Pink Floyd was like late high school and then once I got to college it was like, I don't want to listen to songs with words. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want people to tell me what to do. I just want to. I just want to feel the sounds. Yeah, okay. all these words are making my mascara run. I just need to just feel that vibrato, you know, that bass. <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 finally, the the way that, like, I, I thought about a song that I thought. What what is one song that when I think of a song that was from my early. Uh, days that has stayed in my mind, and for some reason, I saw the sign by Ace of Base came. Out. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Did it open up your eyes? No, it's 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 not like of, up something or something like that. No, not that one again. <laughs> no, but the, it, the reason for that is that was while I was living in Portugal as a kid, and I had only had. Um, like when I went to Portugal, I had like three cassette tapes to my name. I had um, Tom Cochran, I had Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> so Canadian, Jesus. very Canadian of me. I know, <laughs> super Canadian. I've changed so much. Yeah. Um, I, I would definitely associate you with like Bare Naked Ladies and the Police. When I think of Phil, I think of the Police, mm-hmm. the Bare Naked Ladies, mm-hmm. and. Um, because I got you the CD at one point. What's his name? The, the album is called The Ladder. David Gray? Oh, David Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. Are, those are the bands that I think of when I think of Phil. Interesting choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, and, and that's the thing. Like, I I haven't listened to enough music with Lek, with uh, Mikey or with 
with Mark, it's it's like three eleven. It's it's Faith No More, um, and then it's all the the Scott Dodger, pack. yeah. Dodger, yeah. With Mikey, Mikey, you have not opened up your musical collection to us. I don't really have a musical collection. I think I've said this in my lifetime. I've only owned like five or six CDs. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, like, and one of them being a four disc. Uh, uh, I think I think I said this before. A four disc collection of Oh What a Feeling, which was all Canadian <laughs> acts. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, and that's only because I got that for free yes. when I was in college. Um, yeah, music. I've always enjoyed music, and I've had you know eclectic tastes as far as recognizing like you know whether it's my dad's my dad doing karaoke before people knew what karaoke was, or listening to R and B hip hop in high school. Or, you know, listening to uh, the more recent poppy stuff that I've been, you know, just that's on the top 40 radio uh, now. I have never been a huge music person, even though, mm-hmm. you know, music has always been there in some form. Just I've never been music inclined. I know how to play an instrument. And uh, but I'll rock a karaoke machine if you got it. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's I don't and know if I've seen it genre <laughs> per se uh, as far as music goes. It's kind of funny. We were, we were just discussing uh, the the genres that we think apply to each other. Alex was very uh, insightful with his uh, idea that the police, bare naked ladies, and uh, David Gray define me. And you know those three. Yeah. You know those three bands. You've heard of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially especially the police. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm always thinking about Roxanne. Yeah, and uh, we were just discussing how Mikey. Um, and, I, and I think this might be because whenever we hang out with Mark, Mark's always been very interested in going to see musical acts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex was the same. I've never been like very, there's been no real intent on my per, uh, on my part to, I must go see this band or I must go participate in this or I would like to go. It's it just, I'll go if everybody's going and it's going to be fun and I'll enjoy it while I'm there. And I don't know if that's the same thing for Mikey or not. And he's about well, to he, talk. I- I've, I've dragged him to a couple of concerts. I mean, and I, uh, to be fair, he's, he's always been at the very least a good sport and open-minded to it. Um, I, I've, I've dragged him to more than one Scott show. Um, I know he's seen real big fish with me a bunch of times and, uh, yeah, it's a, and that great. always kind of delivered. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's about right? that's about, yeah. Streetlight, which we're going to go see in a couple of weeks. So you lucky SOB. Ah, uh, dude. Yeah, dude. It's a uh, it, it's part of the birthday gift. So anyway, uh, enjoy um, it. Enjoy it. If nothing else, I know as far as musical tastes go, like if I would if I would associate something to Mikey, it would be uh, probably nineties pop R and B. You could throw it like there's there's exceptions to the rule, but I mean, uh, if I've ever been in a car with him and he's had a playlist or any mm-hmm. Filipino wedding. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't. Sp- I can't speak to wedding. No, but really, like any time where he's deliberately looked up, like played music for himself. That's what is typically on. There's yeah. There, there's been other stuff, but more often than not, that's the identifier I would put to him. But it's a. But you guys are also right. Like there's not. It would be hard to put to pinpoint it unless you were in a car with him to, to have it happen. Yeah. I mean, to put this in perspective, when I do drive into work and I have the radio there, I often just listen to the, uh, the comedy station where it's just sound bites of you too. 
<laughs> yeah. telling jokes. It's like, I don't know. I, I, you know, even I even get sick of you know top forty stuff. But yeah, I just, no. Yeah, yeah, just one of those things. What can you say? I'm, I'm a movie guy. So, and and I, talking about that, yeah, what's what's the movie you're uh, song yeah, here? I'm gonna talk about back on track about the question. Yes. Uh, yeah, I couldn't really think of a song other than maybe like one of the songs my dad used to sing on karaoke because he would practice them over and over again, and he'd be <laughs> that uncle who would sing at a wedding for you know the couple or whatever. The one that I was thinking. Wait, of, which songs did did your dad sing? Uh, he would do variation, like you know, he would do uh, he would do you know to all the girls you loved before with ah, okay. with, uh, with Kenny Rogers and oh no sorry with Julio Iglesias and uh, Willie Nelson Willie Nelson yeah yeah Willie or uh, Islands in the Stream or um, uh, oh god Kenny Rogers was one of them Engelbert Humperdinck uh, uh, who else was there there are a few other guys you know there's Maybe I didn't yeah. love you the crooners, you know, quite the crooners. as often as I should. Yeah, yeah, I think that yeah. was one of them. Actually. Like yeah, exactly. Up, you were always on my mind, Elvis. <laughs> yeah, Good yeah. Job, you were always on my mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he would. Yeah, like I said, he was doing karaoke before a lot of North Americans mm-hmm. know what karaoke was. But in my case, it's because movies have been such an important part of my life in the last fifteen years or so. Uh, the movie that really defined me growing up would have to be, even though The Goonies and The Princess Bride still hold mm-hmm. dear, dear spots in my heart, uh, I think the one that really pushed me over the edge was The Never Ending Story. Oh. Turn around, look at what you see. Yeah, The Never Ending Story was one of those stories that was just fantastical enough and so epic and I saw a whole bunch of things in that that I've never seen in any other movie beforehand that really captured the imagination and the fact that it was very meta where spoiler it's about a boy who reads a story and the story uh, you know there's a boy who's going through all these trials and tribulations while he himself are going through all these trials and tribulations in real life. Meanwhile, I'm a boy who's watching this boy about a story about a boy. You know, it's it got very meta and very, you know, it was very cool that it, uh, I could relate to it on that level and that it's, you know, he was enveloped into the story while me myself was also enveloped into the story. So it was very uh, inception based that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I also thought, it's like, is there anything else that really set me off as to why this movie was so pivotal? And yes, it's because uh, the childlike Empress is probably my first crush. Oh, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. There's been she, a lot of awe with uh, uh, Mikey tonight. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Tammy Stronick is her name. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. She was. Uh, she, I was a big fan of her. And, and the thing is, it's one of those things. that's like I don't know if you guys remember the first girl who you ever thought was attractive or cute. That was weird. <laughs> when when you when when I can recall that you know it's like wow that I don't feel like mm. being annoyed by this one. She's yeah. kind of kind of neat. <laughs> I. It's I never really had celebrity crushes growing up. The the only one that like I can I is is kind of like weird going back is I'd probably say Lucy Lawless in in Xena Warrior Zena? Princess. <laughs> honestly. Oh, now I understand why you're with uh, your wife. Um, <laughs> all makes sense now. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, the thing with Never Ending Story, I remember rewatching it a couple of years ago. Doesn't the ending kind of um, suck? 
it's open. No, well, let's just. It's very open ended, right? It kind yeah, of like it's very says it's like it's obviously I understand the name of the movie, the never ending yeah. story, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I need to read the book as well because does the book encompass all three of the films? I believe I don't even know. I'm at at the end of the book, Alex, it says go back to page one. Is that is that <laughs> actually true? <laughs> yes. If if anything you guys have learned from from knowing me so far is that I tell lies, so no, that does not happen in the book. Quick movie trivia: In Neverending Story three, who is the leader of the gang? Rufio. No. Is it? It's it's not a Treyu. It's not. No, no. The actor, the actor who plays the lead bad guy in Neverending Story three. No idea. The Neverending Story. I've only seen the first one. I think I'm pretty sure it's three. Uh, It's a very young Jack Black. Really? Huh. Yeah. yeah, Google those images. It's pretty amusing. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, yeah. even watching it a few years ago, like when you're older, that scene with Artax, the horse. Oh, yeah, the horse, yeah. It's Dude. still pretty like scary and creepy. Dude, it's, seriously. It's frightening. Yeah. Artax! Artax! <laughs> oh, here you it is. can't lose hope, YouTube. Artax! Oh, my the, God. The, it's the, those of you who've never seen it, the name of the YouTube clip, yeah. Artax dies in the yeah. swamp of sadness. The horse! fucking loses hope jesus yeah. christ oh man this is a kid's movie and you see his head go down and oh it's so sad yeah oh yeah dude it's an emotional roller coaster that movie. Uh, it is. yeah but yeah All that right. uh that there is the question of the week deal with All it right. thanks mikey question Dealt. of the week also also i i would have put money on beaches that's that's what you were <laughs> um barbara hershey really gets me right there right there she hits everybody right there, right in the fuzzies, right in the fuzzies. Right in the center of the well, fuzzies. Well, you know what? It's, um, who wants to do some games, boys? We like to do games. Woo! Yeah, I guess. Ow. I'd rather do Dungeons and Dragons, but sure. You know what? As a, as a preclude to the Dungeons and Dragons, which might happen in a future episode, Ooh. I think that at this point, our, our fair uh, gamers are picking the race and the uh, class that they will be playing. Mm-hmm. So, so far we have Alex, who is going to be a human cleric. There you go, human cleric. So you're priest type uh, type person. And then we have... Don't worry, Hink. guys, I'll support you. I'll heal you. <laughs> we have Hink, who's going to be... I expect... Um, Hink, uh, orc warrior. I, I kind of deferred. I, I, I kind of de- deferred to it because... As Mike knows, I'm a pretty good team player, so I was willing to fill whatever role was required. So um, basically whatever whatever Mike chose, I would kind of adjust accordingly. So if we needed a meat shield, I'd be the meat shield. If we needed a, an archer, I'd do the archer. If, I, if You know, mage, whatever, I don't care. All I right. still play my role. <laughs> well, with that in mind, Mike... Yeah, uh, well, I'll take a I'll take a caster role. Is there a diminutive uh, uh, race or uh, 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 you know somebody who wouldn't typically be a caster? There's halflings. I have to check to see if they can be a wizard or not. But I can I can look for a diminutive race uh, for for some kind of wizardry. Yeah, who's the most? Is there such a thing as quarterling? Orderly? I mean, I know there's halflings. I know there's halflings, but are there yeah. quarterlings? Yeah. Maybe a thirdling. Yeah, the quarterlings are held down by the halflings. They're real. About <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They do. Yeah. Uh, well, I and they're that, called gnomes. Whoa. And so, so if 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 that is, is what Mikey chooses, then 
I will be warrior race unimportant at this point. So Okay. Okay. Oh you know what, you know what? I will be I will be a uh a Swedish warrior. There you go. I'm gonna go with Swedish as my race. No, go for a golden mm-hmm. state warrior. Locks. You're a golden state warrior. Go a golden state, which is goes with the blonde locks. Ooh, Swedish warrior. I will be I will be a golden state warrior. Good. A golden Good. warrior. Good. Thank you guys. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I'm here. I'm supporting you, Phil. Okay, so for the games, One you guys point will right need a pen and a paper. Pen, paper, writing. Uh, as uh, new listeners are learning for the first time, uh, the games are going to be conducted, and the winner who wins uh, will get the last word, as always. As opposed to the episode. winner that loses. Yes, the winner who loses gets... Uh-huh. Okay, you guys ready? Yep. Uh-huh. So the first one is a toss-up. It's a toss-up in the sense of uh, it'll start the, I guess, third round, whatever. Uh, so to buzz in, you have to say your name. Skeletor. your name will buzz in first, okay? All right. Ready? Ready? Here mm-hmm. we go. What romantic comedy about a bowl of pasta that goes from bland and boring Alex. Alex. Cheese all that? Cheese all that. It is cheese all that. Well done, sir. Well done. Bringing back a dad joke into the game. Become the tastiest dish of prom with the help of Freddie Prince Jr., who learned teaches her how to bring out her inner flavor. Cheese all that. Cheese all that. (laughs) Well done, Alex. Oh my god. Oh, that was that was a gimme. Why? Oh, my God. Hey, just want to see if anybody's paying attention. <laughs> Why do I agree to this? <laughs> okay, so Alex will start off the next round. So these are just – okay, so this, the second round, there's only three questions in this one, and it's uh, one question for each of you. So uh, the first one, I call this, this round switcheroo. You will see immediately why. Alex, ready? Yeah. Here we go. How do you say hospital in Portuguese? Hospitala. <laughs> Ruling? Not, not nearly enough shushes. <laughs> Phil, you're, what do you think? You're, you're, you're close. You're saying it almost like a French person would would actually say it in would, French. If he asked you what the, if he asked you, uh, if he said that to you, would you know what he meant? Yes. Okay, so you're going to give him the point for this? I'll give him the point. I'll give him yeah, the point. Thanks, okay, Phil. Right. So what's the actual word there, Phil? It's hospital. Okay. <laughs> told you, none of shushes. It's hush. Hospital. Okay, hush over hospital. to Phil. Phil? Yes? Hey, um, what is the little purse that is worn on a traditional uh, uh, <sighs> kilt? Called. Oh god damn it. We were semi discussing this this week. <laughs> yes, we were. Yeah? Really? In our discussion of fanny packs, and you mentioned things. It's like four to five letters. <laughs> it's it starts with a G. I'm looking for Mark's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Try to read his face. Is it a uh no, gra 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 gradminton. Did you say badminton but with the gr? <laughs> oh, I got. Him. I remember. I can't. I can't remember. I can't remember. All right, Hank. What is it? 
it would be a seven-letter word. Shit. And the word is sporing. Yes, sporing. It would be sporing. S-P-O-R-R-I-N. Sorry, Sorry. How about this one? How about a makeup? How about this? What do you call the traditional knife that is associated with a traditional Scottish outfit? Damn it. I, you know what would have been funnier? If you gave him the word and asked him to spell it. Oh, yeah. That's even better. Yeah. You know what? Let's give him a third try. If he does. Okay. Hey, Philly, what's it called? If you if you get half the letters, I'll give you the point. Uh, it is a glaive. A glaive. Hank? Skindu. Skindu. All right. And for one last try at a point. Yeah. Philly, spell Skindu. Skindu. <laughs> it's S. C I N D O E Is it S C H skin Are you done? Wait, are you done? Yeah, no, I was done, yeah. Oh, okay. Hank ruling? Um so not even close. And <laughs> it is such a weird uh, Here, weird word to spell. I actually is. have to go and look at it. It's S G I A N D U B H. Skindu, of course. Skindu. Yeah, Skindu. Obviously, the doy. All right, let's 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 see how little I know of Polish. Bring it. And finally, over to you. And you know, you can pull this out of your ass. You like geography. I probably do. Yeah. So, Hank, what uh, mm-hmm. Montreal park does Beaver Lake appear in? Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Alex, are you uh, looking it up? No, I think it's one of two, so <laughs> I, I think Well, at I least you got it. a 50 It's more than Hank's yeah, got right now. Yeah. Um, He's going to I'm just going right to... Uh, uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, Park Champlain. Park Champlain, oh. Alex. Is it uh, is it Agrignon or or La Fontaine? Wow, no, it's neither. Okay, is it? Is it Mount Royal? Is it Park Mount Royal? It is Mount Royal. Yes. Park okay. Royal, yeah. 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 <laughs> and there you go. There's there's the switcheroo, and somehow Alex is ahead with two points now, while uh, Philly and Hank gets nothing. Yeah, well done. It's well fine. done. You guys don't know <laughs> anything about it, the other guys, apparently. This is what winning feels like. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. The final round. This is seven questions. Uh, it's a list, basically. Or you're gonna have, you're gonna have to name things. So we're gonna go on the honor time. system yet again. Honor system, guys. Okay. Uh-huh. So pen and paper. Pen and paper. Pen and paper. Pen and paper. Write it down. Okay. And I'm going yes. to trust that you guys are reading what you wrote in the time allotted and not adding as you hear other people's <laughs> answers. All right. So we will go to uh, the first one, again, of seven. Of the original five original X-Men, besides Professor X, name four of them. Jot them all down. And uh, just so we're clear, I want their superhero names. While they're thinking about that, uh, the X-Men are a bunch of heroes that were summarily ruined by Brian Singer in the latest <laughs> movie. <laughs> I think I got it. X-Men Apocalypse was 
kind of a mess in my it eyes. It was shitty as uh, all. Yeah, it was a mess. Like okay. even even Batman and Superman, I have more respect for than Age of Apocalypse. Like it was. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking there. I don't know. It's it's just. It was almost like X Men Three. Yeah, it was. Bad. I don't know. Weird. I don't know. All right, we ready? Everybody's ready. Uh, Alex no, is I'm back. What was okay, the question? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it? You got Not, it? I didn't even hear it. You didn't hear it? Seriously? No. Yes. I think I got it. Of, you just got to the build-up. What, dead on you? Okay. Of the five original X-Men, not including Professor X, name four of them. Okay. So is it whoever gets the most out of the four? No, no. You just, uh, if you get all four, then you get the point. So everyone um, could get a point. So we'll okay. all take a turn. So naming first. Right. Once uh, Mark has had a chance to write his down. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, oh, let's, and by continue the way, discussing Hink, let's continue discussing the X-Men. Yes. Uh, real quick, Hink, sorry. I'm looking for their superhero name. Okay? Oh, to be oh, clear. Good, because you weren't going to get the non their real names because that was not happening. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine the cover of the of the comic book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man. They're fighting Magneto. The, the X Men is um, also the name of a very progressive uh, gender magazine in twenty sixteen. <laughs> All right, you had enough time, Hank. Got it? You think you got it? Uh, give me give me like ten more seconds. In 2004, um, Cyclops was actually voted least likely to ever impregnate another ex-woman. Well, then, good, good. Thanks for helping. I had it written down. Shut up. Yeah, what what are you doing, man? What are you you running the game for? I've got four written down. I'm not throwing a curveball. Everything else I can can make it up, I suppose, but I've only got four written down. Yeah. All right. Are we good? Okay. All right, Hank, you go first. What you got? All right, um, I went with Angel, mm-hmm. uh, Jean Grey, Beast, Cyclops. Mm-hmm. Do you want to try again? Oh, well, Angel, yeah. Jean Grey, Beast, Cyclops. I'm looking for their superhero name, not their actual name. Oh, Phoenix? Look. Take it or leave it. I'm going to shit. <laughs> <laughs> My connection is probably going to crap out again before you ask a fourth time. So, Phil, go ahead. Yes. What you got? Iceman, Marvel Girl, The Beast, and Cyclops. Yeah. And Alex? I'm off on one. I got uh, Archangel, Cyclops, The Beast, and Kitty Pride. Okay. So, Philly got it. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah you're a little bit Marvel off. It's not Archangel. Right? It's just Angel. <laughs> And, was uh, Kitty Pride on? No, it's not Kitty Pride. No, no. So it's it Marvel Girl. Yeah. So it is Angel, Cyclops, Iceman, Beast, and Marvel Girl. Okay. Wow, I got Billy. three. That's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, it's not bad, dude. You're not a comic book guy, so I give credit. Okay, here we go. Let's move on to the next one. Don't worry. Shake it off. Shake it off. You're fine. Oh, fine. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> of the nine planets, or eight, or whatever you're counting, whoever the fuck is counting, Planets in our solar system, which two do not have moons? For those oh, that boy. don't know, our solar system has been around for quite a while, at least since Tuesday. Uh, there are several planets Something that... Like uh, 
turn and rotate and uh, go whizzing by one another. Or if you want to believe the Republicans, um, the world is flat and uh, there is nothing beyond the sky. <laughs> Should I give you a time limit? Like 30 seconds? Yes. I don't know. There's only nine planets, guys. Flip coin. Nine times. I'm good. I'm good to go. All right. I, I'm good. Alex, did you pick? Uh, no, Mikey, give us some more bogus facts about the universe. <laughs> oh, did you know that Jupiter was actually named alpha, uh, after a 1970s rapper? Yeah. 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 yeah it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Um, I, did, you know, did you know that uh, that Venus was actually named after the Banana Rama song? What? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, before that, that so... before that, it was just called Planet. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's called it's called Jeff. That's the weirdest thing. Straight up Jeff. Yeah, yeah. It's like they weren't they weren't uh, popular. Okay. Jeff wasn't popular in the eighties. He was more of a sixties guy. Just like, oh, let's just rebrand it. Let's rebrand it for. All right, all right. Yeah, I got him. Okay, Alex, what do you got? Uh, Venus and Uranus. <laughs> he said Uranus. <laughs> Venus and Uranus? Okay. Billy, what do you got? I have Uranus and Neptune. Uranus and Neptune. And Hank, what you got? Well, Venus and Mars. Venus and Mars. The correct answers are Venus and Mercury. Oh. Sorry, guys. Uh, Almost at Mercury. Right. Almost at Mercury. Forgot about Mercury. Didn't <laughs> even think about them. Forgot. Mercury doesn't think much of you, Alex. So. Yeah, I know. The smallest and closest planet, so I guess, eh, whatever. It's okay. Shake it off. Here we go. Here's the next one. Ready? Shaking. Ready. Uh-huh. What are the two <laughs> first names you should think of when I say the word Hiddleswift? The two first names? Blank. Hilarious. That's so Hilarious. awesome. They're all blank. Okay, I'll, let me I say again. It. What are the two first names that you should think of when I say the word Hiddleswift? I already got it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It took me a second. I was like... Oh, that's amazing. Want me to start, that, Alex? Like, yeah, uh, no, no. It's, the first one is the one that's... Uh, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I wrote. I wrote them down. Okay. Uh, how about on the count of three, you guys all say your answers. Ready? One, okay. two, three. Tom Jay and Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> Jay, Jay and Taylor. I said Jay and Taylor. Jay and Taylor and Alan, and uh, Philly and Hank. What did you say? Tom and Taylor. Tom and Taylor. Tom and Taylor. That is Thomas Hiddleston and Taylor Swift's power mm. couple name. So yes, that is yeah. Philly. And Hank, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, the whirlwind romance has come to an end, apparently. So, yeah, I, you know what? Really the only thing stuff. I care le- the only thing that would 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 probably make me less interested is if Alex told another dad joke right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, it was a whirlwind no. romance. Put him on the spot. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just kidding. Nobody knew how it was going to go. <laughs> Okay, here's another. That, right? I take that, that is much better. What are we, number four? I don't know what we're number at. But anyway, yeah. number yes, four. four. Of the uh, five original, or five people who have played the Three Stooges, which three were brothers? To help you out, oh, yeah. the five guys were Larry, Moe, Curly, Shemp, and Curly Joe. 
There is another guy, but you know, he was a body double. They don't really talk about him. Anyway, so yeah, which three of them were actual brothers in real life? I got it. I wrote it down. Don't know if it's right. Alex? Um, I'm going to go with Curly Joe, Larry, and Shemp. Curly Joe, Larry, and Shemp. Okay. Uh, Hank? Shemp, Moe, Larry. Shemp, Moe, Larry. And Philly? I went with Larry Moe Shemp. Larry Moe Shemp. No. What? You guys are all wrong. The correct answer is actually Moe, Curly, and Shemp. Mm. The original oh, trilogy. Right I, I know. I looked it up. Originally, the, the original trilogy was actually Larry Moe, Larry Moe and Shemp. But Shemp mm-hmm. went off to do something else. So the little brother, Curly, replaced him. Hmm. Right, and then they became popular, and then Shemp replaced Curly again, and then Curly died, and Curly Joe came in. All that, yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Curly Joe, fuck that guy. <laughs> he was a comedian. He was useless. Yeah, he was a comedian that they thought would work, but yeah. And then, and then yeah. when they tried you to make more movies, him. sounds like the name of a shitty barber shop. Yeah. When they tried to make more movies, Mo died, so it was all a mess. Anyway, okay, all right. Let's bring it back, Hank. You got this one. Ready? <laughs> of the five members of One Direction, don't give me any three uh, names. Any three first names. Any three. One Direction? One Direction. Any three of their first names. If you want to throw in the last okay. name, by all means, go for it, guys. Just show off. Say, oh my god, I totally know this guy's last name because he is the best. <laughs> Uh, One Direction got their start on X Factor when they all individually tried out. Uh, as it turned out, Simon Cowell brought them all back individually and said, you know what, I'm going to put together and make you a super group. And they have prided themselves on being able to sing well and don't actually do any dance choreography, which is contrary to what you would think of a boy band. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of a, I give them a little bit of credit for that because they're, in that sense, pure singers. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea, but I wrote down three random male names. <laughs> <laughs> I know one for sure. Okay. And I just guessed the others. How about you, Hank? Same. Same. Okay. No one guessed the What you got? I went with Zane. Yes. Jonathan and Alex. <laughs> Hank, what you got? I went with Zane. Yeah. Tyler. And yeah. because it sounds more English than the other one, Gavin. Gavin. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty British right there. Pretty British. And name, Alex? Not British, but uh, I went with Nick, mm-hmm. Tom, <laughs> yeah. and Jake. Harry? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Tom, and Jake of One Harry. Direction. No, I'm sorry. As you might be surprised to find out, you guys are all wrong. Uh, uh, Zane Malik, Harry Styles, Niall Harry Horan. Fuck. Yeah, Harry, exactly. Niall. Oh, another Niall. Liam. Liam. Liam would also be a, been a good guess, right? Mm-hmm. And Louis Tomlinson. So Louis. No points there. We got uh, two more questions left. Alex has two. Philly has two. Hink has one. Here we go. Still anybody's game. Of the five Major League Baseball teams that are oh, in California, <laughs> name four of them. Oh, Cal- so I'll give you 30 seconds on this one. I'm, 
For those of you listening, it is now 12.06 in the morning. Quit making excuses. Uh, Is is Arizona in California? (laughs) (laughs) My clock, my what? My wall clocks. Oh, there's my point. Yeah, I, I, I'm blanking. I can't even think of any. <laughs> Toronto <laughs> Blue Jays. I New, York, New York Mets. For, for Phil, Phil Baltimore Philly. Orioles. Only has the name three. Phil and Alex. Austin Red Sox. You guys do three, and we'll call it even. The Cincinnati Reds are not in this. Where are the? What's in California? Uh, the Wizard. Uh, California. Yeah, therefore, don't worry, Golden Alex. State Warrior. The last okay. question is where you're going to bring it back. Don't worry, Alex. I think you got the last question. Okay, I'm going I'm to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to be a level seven Chris Mullins. <laughs> Golden State, State Warrior. Warrior. I'm not doing Steph Curry. Fuck that. No. Uh, you know, I said mass, uh, MLB, right? Major League Baseball. Yeah, yeah. Major League Baseball. Okay. I'm just throwing this to the California thing. Okay, all. all right, good. <laughs> Alex, Billy, just let me know when you say uncle. Oh, I'm, 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 I've uncled a while back. Oh, wait. Uh, the uh, Oh, shit, what's the name of that one? What's their actual team name? Oh, my God. So you so got all five, Hink? So, you confident in this? Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm so confident I'm trying to think of their AAA teams just to show off. I've got three of the five. That's the word. I'm sure about the. I'm, I'm about mostly sure about the fourth one, but I can't think of what the hell the fifth one is. Nobody asked you that one up. Uh, uh, can you make up some baseball statistics about the past twenty years of the sports history? Sure. I'm In the it. last ten years, Since, oh. only seventeen players have died on the field. From. Uh, mostly, Colorado. yeah. <laughs> mostly uh, errant uh, hot dogs being thrown. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, they're just <laughs> most baseball players have very brittle bones. You they don't, do. It's hard to tell, but yeah, one hot dog can end your entire career. <laughs> that reminds me of when uh, the Canadian uh, comedian, what's his name? Oh, that was he was in he was in producers, uh, the musical. He John was Dorf. a part. He was a part oh, of the three. Sean Cullen. Yes, there you go. What was the group that he was a part of? The Corny Pig? The Pig. Oh, uh, Corky and the Pigs. 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 Yes. These aren't even worth points. Why am I telling you stuff? <laughs> All right, let them go first. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. okay, I think I got two. <laughs> go ahead, Alex. Uh, I got the San Francisco Giants and the okay. Los Angeles Dodgers. Okay, nice. And right. uh, wait, I, and there's a, there's a Miami team that I don't know, I think. That okay, well, that's, they're in Florida, so it's fine. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> oh, good. How about the Florida Marlins? Right. <laughs> Wrong. They're coast. not called Florida anymore. I, I think that because my mine are made up. So, Mark, yeah. you you go with the real re- reality so yeah, that I can. Five, I think. All right, you've got the Giants of San Francisco. You've got the Angels of Los Angeles. You've got ah. the Dodgers of Los Angeles. You've got the A's of Oakland, and my beloved but brutally terrible Padres of San Diego. That is sadly All of correct. Them. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. The San Jose Giants, the uh, the uh, Oklahoma City Dodgers, the Tacoma uh, Rainiers for the uh, for the Athletics. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the Albuquerque Dukes for 
So anyway, sorry. Where was I? Hi. How are you doing? Oh, blacked out for a second there. Sorry. Was I showing off? <laughs> what? 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 Doing yeah. stupid shit? Yeah. I was on a game show once. Okay. Who gets the point? Which is funny because that means it is now a three-way tie. Oh, damn. Damn it. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Let me, Final let me, question. Let me, let me answer, Mikey. I had answers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah they, sorry. Just, they just weren't real answers. Yeah. Go. Sorry, man. Go. California Raisins. Good. California Dreaming. Nice. And Californication. <laughs> Californication. What? Love. California Love? They know how to... I, didn't, I didn't go for that one. Yeah, that was uh, one. Yeah, exactly. California knows how to party. They know how to party. party. They do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. Last question. Separate the man from the boys and can help decide who will be taking the last word. Ooh, uh... Of the original eight, Pacino and Alex. Sorry. <laughs> of Sorry. the original eight characters from Super Mario Kart, hmm. besides Mario and Luigi, name the other six. Of the original eight characters of Super Mario Kart, Mario and Luigi are two of them. What are the other six? Did we all play Super Mario Kart? I assume we did not. You didn't play Super Mario on Super Nintendo? No. I got all of them. I, I never had it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, Alex is very confident about this. He thinks he's nailed it. Dude. I think I got it too. Phil. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thinking. How many, how, many more, how many more were there? There was six. Six. More. Besides Mario and Luigi, there were six Two, more. Three, four. Yeah. Just think of like iconic Nintendo characters. <laughs> I think one or two of them is actually pretty tough. Two of them. Uh-huh. Might be tough. Ooh, oh, oh, Alex! Yeah. Now, who, now who's uh, showing off? Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I, I only have four that I can even think of, so I am declaring defeat on myself. But I will go first, and then you guys can impress us with your knowledge. Okay, you got it. I've got six, whether they're okay. the correct ones. All right. Problem. and Okay, so we'll start with Philly. You go. So I went with Toad, Princess, uh, Koopa, Yoshi, and that was all I could think of. Okay. Ooh. Now I'm going to have to be a stickler on this. I will need to be a stickler on, on, on names. So. You can be a, a stickler to oh, that. Really? I'm out. <laughs> I will. I will have to be a stickler on this. This is very specific. Oh, man. Come on. This is very specific. Uh, Hank, what are the six that you got? <clears throat> here What's goes, that? here goes, here goes nothing. Yeah, Wario. Yeah, Waluigi. Waluigi. Yeah, Toad. Toad. Princess Peach. Sorry, Princess Peach. Yep. Bowser. Yep. DK. DK. And DK is oh, Donkey Kong. I'm being yes. Donkey Kong. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Dairy Queen, K W E E N. Dairy Queen, E E E N. Yes. Okay, and Alex, who apparently knows this one. Oh, see, but if you're going to be stickler on names, I don't know. Yes, if they were, I'm going to be stickler. Oh, on names. I don't know if they were calling her Princess Peach at that point, if it was just the princess. Uh, so I'm going to say Koopa Troopa, yeah. Bowser, yeah. Donkey Kong, yeah. Yoshi, yeah. Toad. And Princess Princess <laughs> Princess Peach or just the Princess? What did Peach? you write down? What did you write down? 
I wrote down Peach. So we'll go you with Peach. Talking about it's the same character. <laughs> it's prin- It's the princess. <laughs> I told you specifically. Okay. Well, here we go. The six that are the players that you could choose are Toad, Bowser, Yoshi, Koopa Troopa, Princess Peach, and mm-hmm. Donkey Kong Jr. So nobody got that. Oh, what? It's a tie and Mike wins again. Yeah. Junior. What? Yes, Donkey Kong. It surprised the hell out of me too, dude. I thought it was Donkey Kong, but apparently it is Donkey so Kong. So who got the most Wait, out of those? Who got the most out of those? Um, well, you said Waluigi and Toad. and Sorry, Waluigi and Wario. So you got four. Arguably, you and Alex both got four. Shame, right, it is. It is Donkey Kong Jr. I I can see the sprite now in my mind. <laughs> Shame. He is smaller. Uh-huh. Oh man. Sorry, Nintendo fans. Alex let you down. My Super Nintendo card is uh, now put has been put into question. Fun. <laughs> well. So, what do well, we what do we do to wrap this up? Uh, what oh. do we do to wrap this up? Oh god. Well, I, I basically I kind of have to. Has anybody checked the email? Have you gotten any emails? Maybe we should check that. <laughs> yeah, emails. Yeah, I know. I know. Hang on, I'm getting. I'm getting to the part that I see. I never write down all the bloody Twitter names, and I forget what the nuances are. So just give me, give me a minute, and I will get there. Just give me one freaking effing minute. It's going to be a delight for whoever gets to edit this. You know what's amazing? Um, your, your voice there sounded like your uh, Vince McMahon imitation. I don't. I, do I have a Vince McMahon? I did not know I had a Vince McMahon image. It's like, oh, well, I. Uh, that's, that's as good as I can. Yes, that's, that's, that's it. it. That's, uh, well, uh, I think that's a great idea. That's as good as like really. It's such a okay. brutal stretch. All right. Uh, where the hell is? Uh, hang on. I'm just. I'm the just gonna, I'm, I know. I know. I realize I'm just we going to the website. We get lots and lots of letters. Letters. Is that what we're looking at right now, I, or are you just looking? No, at I'm letters? just. I'm, I'm. I'm. I couldn't remember the Twitter handles to to refer to. Edit. Okay. Well, that was a good time as usual. I call a little bit of bullshit that somehow we ended up with a three way tie, <laughs> and Mikey wins. But hey, you know, not my game, not my rules. So that's my problem. That being said, it's been a delight, gentlemen, hanging out with you as per usual. Uh, you can follow him at Crushing AP Phil. He is, as per usual, Phil. Hey guys, it was a huge freaking pleasure being with you guys once again. And another UFC tomorrow. Yes, I'm talking about another UFC. It's oh, it's it's not free, so you will have to pay. Or by pay, I mean find a, a stream online. Good luck. That, that's great. So you're going to be downloading last week's. UFC, if you use this show as a reminder to win them out. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. <laughs> Follow him at Crushing AP Alex. He is, as usual, Alex. To date ourselves even further, the UFC that Phil is talking about is UFC 203, in which the former pro wrestler CM Punk, a.k.a. That? Phil Brooks, real name, uh, will be taking on Mickey Gall. So at this point, he's either been knocked out, tapped out, or has pulled off a shocking victory. That's 
basically it. Kayfib is not dead. Good job. You can follow me at Crushing AP Hink. I am, as per usual, unfortunately, Hink. And somehow, by default, <laughs> in his own crooked, corrupt rule system, the winner. You can follow him at Crushing AP Mike. He is the man with the last word. It's Mike. Hi, everybody. I actually don't have anything to say. Um, it has been a really hot... Good night, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. Hot day. You broke the <laughs> pact. <laughs> no, he's still talking. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, have, we have one rule on this segment. <laughs> we don't have rules. Haven't you seen we don't have any win a tie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just say, uh, okay, uh, yeah, that's the last word. And, uh, yeah, good night, everybody. Yay! Well, that's it for episode 16 of the Crushing Audio Podcast. Tune in next time when it's Alex's turn at the games, I think. We talk about what the strangest thing our wives could wear that would actually be kind of sexy. And, could it be? Are we finally going to do some dungeon crawling with Phil? You'll have to listen to find out. See you next time.